Hey friends, I'm Jeremy Hearn and welcome to the Saint Friends podcast, a podcast for Catholics, non-Catholics, and really anyone interested in learning about the lives of some ordinary people who lived extraordinary lives and answered God's call to holiness. Today's episode is another one about an important saint friend we've met twice before. In season one of this podcast, we began with Mary, the mother of God, and in episode 19, we reintroduced ourselves to Mary, the mother of the church. Today, on the Feast of the Visitation of the Blessed Virgin Mary, we'll talk about another title of this most important of all saint friends. We're wrapping up season two and our first full year of podcasts with our old friend, Mary, the Ark of the New Covenant. For this episode, we're going to work a bit backwards from normal, and hopefully you'll understand why. In 1969, the current date of the celebration of the Visitation of the Blessed Virgin Mary was set for May 31st every year. The feast itself doesn't date back as far as some of the others, like, say, Pentecost or Corpus Christi, but only to the 13th or 14th century. What's fun about this feast day is that it focuses on Mary, Jesus' mother, and her cousin Elizabeth for the story is really about John the Baptist and, well, Jesus. In chapter 1 of Luke's Gospel, we find the story that brings us this feast day. Quote, Mary set out and traveled to the hill country in haste, to a town of Judah, where she entered the house of Zechariah and greeted Elizabeth. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the infant leapt in her womb, and Elizabeth, filled with the Holy Spirit, cried out in a loud voice and said, Most blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. And how does this happen to me, that the mother of my Lord should come to me? For at the moment the sound of your greeting reached my ears, the infant in my womb leapt for joy. Blessed are you who believed that what was spoken to you by the Lord would be fulfilled. And Mary said, My soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord. My spirit rejoices in God my Savior, for he has looked with favor on his lowly servant. From this day, all generations will call me blessed. The Almighty has done great things for me, and holy is his name. He has mercy on those who fear him in every generation. He has shown the strength of his arm. He has scattered the proud in their conceit. He has cast down the mighty from their thrones and has lifted up the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he has sent away empty. He has come to the help of his servant Israel, for he has remembered his promise of mercy, the promise he made to our fathers, to Abraham, and to his children forever. Mary remained with her about three months and then returned to her home. End quote. I'm going to take a moment to point out that this is Luke's account of this meeting. He wasn't there. This is a prayerful, poetic rendition of the meeting, but it tells us a lot about the early church's thought toward the role of Mary. So how does the Marian title we're focusing on today, the Ark of the New Covenant, relate to all of this? Well, buckle in for a wild ride. Luke likes to use typology in his writing, 
meaning that he likes to connect what he's writing about with something his audience is very familiar with, and for Luke, his primary audience was the Jewish people. So, many of us are familiar with the idea of the Ark of the Covenant from the Old Testament. You know, the big acacia wood box covered in gold with the angels on it that's lost somewhere, possibly in a pit with a bunch of snakes. Why'd it have to be snakes? So, the deal with the Ark is that God wanted to be close to the Israelite people and instructed Moses to build it and a tabernacle to house it. Inside the Ark were the stone tablets containing the Ten Commandments a golden jar holding the manna that fed the Israelites in the desert, and Aaron's staff that sprouted. When the ark was finished, the glory cloud of the Lord covered, though some might say overshadowed, the tent of meeting, and the glory of the Lord filled the tabernacle. In this easy-to-miss parallel between the old ark, the box, and the new ark, Mary, the Holy Spirit overshadowed both the ark of the old covenant as the dwelling place of God, and the Ark of the New Covenant as the new place. God was specific with Moses about every detail of the old Ark because it had to be perfect for him to dwell there. He wanted his words, found in the Ten Commandments, housed in a perfect container covered with pure gold inside and out. So how much more perfect would the place where the second person of the Trinity, the Word of God, that is, Jesus himself, need to be? If it were to be the womb of a human girl, wouldn't God make her flawless? In the books of 1st and 2nd Samuel, we find the account of King David going to retrieve the ark from the Philistines, and David, afraid, said, quote, "How can the ark of the Lord come to me?" End quote. He left the ark in the hill country of Judea for 3 months after that at the house of Obed-Edom. When David returned for the ark, he danced and leapt for joy in front of it, shouting for joy before taking it to Jerusalem. As we already heard from Luke's gospel, Mary went to the hill country of Judea, the same region that David had taken the ark. And when she entered the house of Elizabeth, her child, John the Baptist, leapt in her womb and Elizabeth cried out, quote, Why is this granted to me that the mother of my Lord should come to me? End quote echoing almost the exact words of David centuries earlier before the old ark. Just a quick note about the region of Judea, where Elizabeth lived, Ein Karam, and where the old ark was housed, Abu Ghosh, are within walking distance of each other. The final detail, Mary stayed with Elizabeth for three months before returning home and eventually making her way to Jerusalem to present Jesus at the temple just as the old ark stayed in Judea for three months before David brought it to Jerusalem, where it would be kept at the temple built by his son, King Solomon. Within the old ark were the words of God written in stone, while Mary's womb carried the word of God in the flesh. The old ark held the golden urn of manna, the bread that came from heaven to keep God's chosen people alive. But Mary carried the bread of life, come down from heaven, that grants eternal life. The ancient Ark of the Old Covenant housed the staff of Aaron, the proof of his priesthood, and Mary bore the true high priest over all priests. In the book of Revelation, according to John, he recounts seeing that, quote, God's temple in heaven was opened, the Ark of his covenant was seen within his temple, and a great portent appeared in heaven, a woman clothed with the sun the moon under her feet, 
and on her head a crown of twelve stars. She was with child. End quote. The woman was Mary, the new ark, and the queen of heaven. One last quote from an early saint of the 3rd and 4th centuries, St. Athanasius of Alexandria, the point being here to show how early on Mary was thought of as the Ark of the New Covenant. Quote, O noble virgin, truly you are greater than any other greatness. For who is your equal in greatness, O dwelling place of God the Word? To whom among all creatures shall I compare you, O virgin? You are greater than them all, O Ark of the Covenant, clothed with purity instead of gold. You are the Ark in which is found the golden vessel containing the true manna, that is, the flesh in which divinity resides. End quote. Thanks for joining me today as we talked once again about our spiritual mother and friend, Mary, the Ark of the New Covenant. Just a reminder to leave us a review. Reach out to us by email at saintfriendspodcast at gmail.com or on social media at saintfriendspod. Of course, you can always visit us at our website, saintfriends.com. A quick note from me. As I mentioned at the top of this episode, this is the end of season two and marks one full year of podcast episodes about Saint Friends. It was a ton of work, especially the part where my wife and I brought our first little saint in training into the world during this season. But if you keep listening... I'll keep bringing you weekly episodes. Thanks for joining me over the past year and for all your feedback. We'll see you next week for season three. As we wrap up this episode, season and year of podcasts, we ask for the prayers of our spiritual mother and saint friend, Mama Mary. May our souls proclaim the greatness of the Lord. May our spirits rejoice in God for he has done great things for us. We say together, Blessed Virgin Mary, Ark of the New Covenant. Pray for us.